Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you for everybody, God. Just stop by tonight, God, to prolific fire, God, to hear what you what you have to say tonight, God. I thank you for everybody, God, that will be listening to this word, God. I pray that they will not miss what it is that you want to say to them tonight, but they will receive so that your name may get the glory in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that you sit down in me tonight, God, and use me mightily, Lord, God. Sit down in me, God. And just use me to your benefit, however you see fit, in the name of Jesus. To God be the glory. Amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacey. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from Second Samuel chapter 6, verses 16. 20 and 21. There's 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 16, 20, and 21 from the NIV. And it reads as following. As the ark of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michael, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she despised him in her heart. When David returned home to bless his household, Michael, daughter of Saul, came out to meet him and said, How the king of Israel has distinguished himself today, going around half naked, in full view of the slave girls. In full view of the slave girls of his servants, as a vulgar fellow would. David said to Michael, David said to Michael, it was before the Lord who chose me rather than your father or anyone from his house when he appointed me ruler over the Lord's people, people Israel. I will celebrate before the Lord. Tonight's message is entitled, Legally Blind. Again, tonight's message is entitled, Legally Blind. It's entitled Legally Blind because many of you are legally blind. You can see in the natural, but you have been declared legally blind in the spirit realm. You can see in the natural. Many of you, you don't, many of you, you don't miss much in the natural. You can see in the natural, but in the spirit, you are legally blind. In the spirit realm, you have been declared legally blind. You have no idea what God is doing. You can't even see how he's moving. And in tonight's foundational text, Michael, David's wife, serves as a perfect example of someone who is legally blind in the spirit realm. She was watching from a window, and when she saw David, her husband, dancing, the Bible says she despised him in her heart. In other words, she hated him. When she saw him dancing and she noticed that th- noticed that those girls was over there looking and that he danced out of his clothes, he was naked, she despised him in her heart. And later when he came home, she started an argument with him about the slave girls being there while he danced naked. Why did she start that argument? Because... All she could see 
what what all she could see was in the natural. All she could see what what is what was going on in the natural. What could transpire in the natural? Looking at him and looking at the slave girls, looking at the slave girls watching him, looking at him dancing naked. She was insecure, watching him and seeing what was going on and seeing what could transpire. But that was in the natural. Had she been able to see in the spirit realm, she would have known that the spirit of the Lord was upon her husband. Had she been able to see in the spirit realm, she would she would have been able to see that the spirit of the Lord was upon her husband. And when she looked and saw him dancing, looked and saw her man of God dancing, looked and saw the head of her household dancing, had she been in the spirit realm with him, she would have started dancing too. She would have started dancing too. She would have been there in front of that window dancing, giving God her best two steps for the blessing that was about to be released in their house. Had she been able to see in the spirit realm, she would have understood that her husband dancing, her man of God dancing, the head of her household dancing, meant that a blessing was coming to their house, meant that whatever affected him would affect her, would affect their house because they're married. But because she could only see in the natural. Here she goes. She started. She started an argument with David, telling him he behaved like a vulgar fellow, going around naked in full view of some of some serving girls. Some synonyms for vulgar, just so you can get an idea of what she was saying to him. She was basically telling him that he was nasty, naughty, disgusting. Filthy and indecent. That's what she saw when she looked out the window in the in the natural. She saw her husband behaving like a vulgar fellow, and vulgar means nasty, naughty, disgusting, filthy, indecent. In the natural, he was dancing naked in front of some slave girls, being vulgar. At least that's what his wife thought. Oh, but in the spirit realm. David was having a good old time before the Lord. David was actually dancing in the spirit realm before the Lord. But because his wife wasn't in the spirit realm with him, they were, they were not on one accord. She didn't have no idea what was going on. So there she was, Michael, daughter of Saul, watching David, her husband, from a window. She couldn't see out of it. She watching him from a window. She couldn't see out of it. In the natural, now get this, in the natural, the the window wasn't dirty. That wasn't why she couldn't see. In the natural, the window wasn't broken or damaged. That wasn't why she couldn't see. In Michael's case, she couldn't see what God needed for her to see because of her own insecurities. Insecurities that she brought into the marriage. She was insecure. And because of her own insecurities, she had no faith at all in her husband. Even though he wasn't cheating on her with nobody, he wasn't even paying those girls no attention. Though they might have been looking at him, he wasn't paying them no attention. 
she was so insecure. She had no faith at all in her husband. In fact, when he was doing the right thing, like dancing before the Lord, that was the right thing. In fact, when he was doing the right thing, it still looked wrong to her. Some of you wives can relate, I'm sure. You see, God offers us all a window. God offers us all a window in the spirit realm. He wants us all to see. But the level of our faith determines the size of the window and how much we can actually see. Somebody say, repeat that again, probably say, okay. God offers us all a window in the spirit realm. That's because he wants us all to see. But the level of our faith determines the size of the window and how much we can actually see. In my first case, she had no faith. No faith, no window, access denied. Though she was standing in front of a window, she couldn't see. So there was no faith, no window, access denied. Somebody like Markel, you have misjudged a person. Somebody right under the sound of my voice tonight, you have misjudged a person. Misjudged the situation. But I'm here to tell you tonight that what you were really doing was misjudging God. You thought you was misjudging a person, misjudging a situation, but what you were really doing was misjudging God. Kale was looking out of that window and not seeing clearly. She was misjudging her husband, misjudging the situation, which means that entirely, altogether, she was misjudging God because David was a man of God. The Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. In Matthew 7, verses 2 and 3 from the NIV, For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? In this portion of scripture, verse three, it describes you not being able to see in the natural because of the plank in your eye. But this scripture also serves as proof that you cannot see too well, if at all, in the spirit realm either. Let me explain. Because in the next verse, verse 4, this is Matthew 7, verse 4, you are still trying to judge a person or a situation without a full view or a real revelation of what's going on. Verse 4, how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? See, you're still judging him, talking about let, let you take the the speck out of his eye when you standing there with a plank in your own eye. And still you judging a person, judging a situation without the full view or a full revelation of what's going on. And verse 5 tells you what you should do first. If you are really sincere about helping that other person and not judging them, verse 5 tells you what to do. 
You hypocrites, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly and remove the speck from your brother's eye. That's Matthew 7, verse 5, but seven. I read 7, 4 through 5, NIV. Somebody under the sound of my voice, repent. You know, that's like a curse word in, in, in Christianity, but repent by removing the plank out of your own eye. Ask God to forgive you for all the times you spoke without sin or without ha- or without having full view, having a full view, without having a real revelation of what was going on. Ask God to forgive you. Repent. Because God says you're legally blind in the spirit realm. You're legally blind in the spirit realm. I would like to take this time and say welcome to everybody that's on the phone line. I see some new people, and I'm thankful for you. So God bless. God bless. First Corinthians 2 and 9, KJV. First Corinthians 2 and 9, KJV. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God had prepared for them that love him. This scripture is describing someone who cannot see or hear in the spirit realm. Let me break it down. Eyes have not seen, which means you're legally blind. Eyes have not seen, which means you're legally blind. Ears have not heard, which means you're spiritually deaf. Nor has it entered into the heart of man, the heart of man, which is your spirit, the things which God has prepared for them that love him. You can't see, you can't hear, which means you have not received anything in the spirit realm. You can't see, you can't hear, which means you have not received anything in the spirit realm. But many of you are just like David's wife, Markel, standing in front of that window, watching. You don't know what's going on. You don't even know what's going on. When you should be dancing, giving God the praise. You're doing the same thing she did. You're starting an argument over petty stuff. You're starting an argument. You're arguing over petty stuff. You got an attitude. You're complaining. You're calling things the way you see them in the natural instead of stepping, instead of stopping to see the spiritual side. Instead of stopping to see the spiritual side, you're calling things as you see them in the natural. I got a question for you because you know I like to make you think on Fire for everybody that's new. I like to make you think on Fire, so think about this. When was the last time? When was the last time you, you asked the Holy Spirit to show you what you were missing? When was the last time you asked the Holy Spirit to show you what you're missing? Jeremiah 33 and 3 from the King James Version. Call unto me. The the Lord says, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So when was the last time you did a 33-3 on the Lord? When was the last time you did a 33-3 on the Lord, a Jeremiah 33-3, and asked him to show you 
what you're missing. Don't just assume that you you can see everything in the natural. Don't just assume that you know what's going on in the spiritual. Don't just see that. Don't just assume that you can see what's going on through that window, even though you're watching, even though you're looking, even though you see these girls and you see your husband and you see this and you see that going on. If your faith is not at that supernatural level, you have no idea what's going on because it's according to your faith that you can see in the super, that you can see in the in the spirit realm. God gives us all a window, but it's according to your faith how much of that window you can see. So, if you're always getting things wrong and people always accusing you or misjudging them, I think you need to go to God and ask Him to show you. Do a Jeremiah 33 and 3. Ask him to show you what you're missing. Because as a wife, as a person, as an employee, as a mother, as a husband, as a father, and just a citizen in general, you can't go around misjudging people. That's not fair. You don't want nobody to misjudge you. Because when you misjudge one of God's own, you're misjudging God. And you don't want to do that. As I said, when was the last time you did a 33-3 on the Lord, a Jeremiah 33-3? Never? Never ever? That's because, beloved, you're legally blind, and you may not even know it. You may not even know it, which is the sad part. My kid thought she had it all together, thought she had all of the details. She knew exactly what was going on. But the man of God was dancing before the Lord because the Lord had blessed him, put him in a position of power, which means the blessing was coming to their house. The blessing was going to be in their house. But she couldn't even let him bless the house for, for talking about him. And some girls, it wasn't even going on. It wasn't even about the girls. It was about him and the Lord. And if you think about it, they were they were intruding on his moment with the Lord. He wasn't bothering them. They were intruding on his moment with the Lord. It's like spying on his moment with the Lord. And still he was praising, and she should have been because she was his other hand, praising the Lord too. Had she realized that what affects her husband affects her, affects her house, she would have been dancing too. Like I said, giving the Lord the best two steps she had. Perhaps many of you, you need to dance tonight. You know you need something in your house. Go on and dance tonight. Go on, I, may, I may play some for you to dance to at the end of this dance tonight. Father God, we repent, meaning we change our inner self, our old way of thinking, and regret past sins, and we choose to live a life in a way that proves repentance. We're not just going to say with our mouths that we're repenting on tonight, but we're going to show you with our lives, Lord, that we all repent. We will change our old way of thinking. We will get in the Word, and we will let the Word wash us, and we're going to change, and we're going to see your purpose for our lives. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. With everything that that's going on in this world lately, we see that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm. 
We see that the kingdom is at hand with everything that's been going on, that's being exposed lately. Therefore, we must go forward with our eyes open, with our ears alert. No time for turning back. You are soon to come. Jesus is soon to come. No time for compromising or switching up the gospel message with secular music. It's either the altar or nothing. No clubbing in or outside of God's house allowed. We stand for holiness. We stand for righteousness. Our eyes are open. Our ears are attentive. We repent and we turn. And we call upon you to show us what we are missing, to help us, show show us through the window that you have allowed what it is that we need to see. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, look upon everyone that's crying out for salvation tonight. They are sick of the life. They are sick of the life they know. They are sick of life as they know it. Sick of sin and everything that comes with living a sinful lifestyle. Tonight, right right there where they are, according to Romans 10, 9 and 10, they confess. Somebody confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that you need him. As a Savior, confess, first of all, that you are a sinner and that Jesus is the Son of God and that he is your Lord, that he is Lord and Savior and that you want him to be your Lord and Savior. That's all you got to do is confess that you are a sinner and that Jesus is who he said he is. He's the Son of God and that you need him to be your Lord and Savior. According to Romans 10 and 10, 9 and 10, you are not saved. And therefore I say, come, Lord Jesus. Make your presence known to them. We welcome you in. Welcome to the body of Christ. In the name of Jesus, amen. If there's somebody on the phone lines and you know that you desire prayer on tonight, some time ago the Holy Spirit led me to no longer open the phone lines as he does not want to embarrass you embarrass you in any type of way having you to admit that the subject matter was for you if you would like prayer you can send it in send your prayer request in through the website it's prolificfire.com prolificfire.com or if you know me from any social media site whether it's facebook twitter instagram you can just dm me or inbox me on one of them i'll answer it I will answer it. Or you can go to prolificfire.com, prolificfire.com, and send in your prayer request, and I will respond via email. And if I feel led to, I might give you a call. It's prolificfire.com. Also, you can sow a seed if this if this ministry blesses you or if this message blessed you by going to prolificfire.com. You can use the ministry's cash app if you would like to sow. And it's a dollar symbol in the ministry's name, Prolific Fire, P-N, Prolific is capital, the L-F-5 is capital, written all together, or the PayPal is paypal.me slash Prolific Fire. Thank you for everybody that have been sowing. I pray that the Lord give it back to you 36 to 100 fold. As I always say, I pray he give it back to you wherever you need it the most, according to your faith, not mine, according to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew 9 and 29. Be sure to join my sister in ministry, Providence Pay for Prayer and Encouragement on Faith on the Line this Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific, by calling the same number that many of you called tonight, which is 347 
347-426-3782. Then join me back here on Prolific Fire, same night time and place, because the Lord, the Lord does have another word for you. As I said, I'm going to play some for you to dance to because some of y'all need to praise the Lord and stop looking. Stop looking. You know you need you got stuff in your house you need. And I'm going to close out right behind this. So when the song ends, you can hang up. Thank you once again. This concludes the message for tonight. I pray that you receive. Do it. 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 Do it.